This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz. This is our latest look at the Cleveland Indians. I'm joined by Jordan Bastian, and we are here at Tribe Fest. Actually, we're here at the prelude to Tribe Fest. We're recording this a little in advance here. In to show you. Yeah, I don't want to get into how the sausage is made, but we're actually recording this a few days early because we had the opportunity to do it live, and that's a, that's a good thing. And we're at the, what is this called? The Wild Horse Wild Saloon. Eagle Saloon. Wild Eagle Saloon. Yes. Well, it's a good place if you want to play some indoor bocce ball and uh, catch up with Corey Kluber. There you go. Um, we actually are fresh off the announcement. Uh, the All-Star Game coming to Cleveland in 2019. Hasn't been here since 1997. Pretty exciting thing for the Indians. Yeah, and I think, you know, being at the press conference today with Commissioner Manfred and uh, Indians owner Paul Dolan and, and everybody else who we spoke with, you know, I think the biggest takeaway here is, you know, this, is, this wasn't, a, you know, a decision that was made this year. I mean, it was, this was a five-year process to lead up to this moment. A lot went into it. Um, you know, other teams had bids, and the Major League Baseball is really impressed with the Indians' bids. That's why it's coming back to a, an American League city, and I think the renovations that they did over the last several years – played a role in, in improving uh, the ballpark and convincing Major League Baseball that, you know, this was a great place to showcase the event. Yeah, it's great for the city of Cleveland as well. Uh, a lot of things have been happening downtown. The RNC, uh, the... hey, we got Carlos Carrasco playing ping pong by us. This is, yeah. uh, this is already an improving podcast. But... All right, good for Cleveland, good for the Indians, but uh, well, that's something to look forward to in 2019. For now... Looking ahead to 2017, and there's been another new addition since we last spoke, JB. Austin Jackson comes aboard on a minor league deal. Uh, obviously some outfield depth there, potential uh, center field help. Yeah, I think it's a good no-risk move coming into the camp on a minor league deal. Non-roster invited just adds that extra layer of depth and insurance. You know, as a right-handed hitter who can play center field, and play the corners, you know, he could add some uh, a complimentary piece to Tyler Nagwin and Lonnie Chisholm if they're going to be used again, mostly against right-handed pitching. And then it also just adds another layer um, in the event that Michael Brantley hits any snags. You know, you now have a, an extra body, a guy with big league experience who could potentially just give you that extra layer of insurance. Yeah, I, I think there's a great value in that because, uh, you know, losing Rajay Davis that production they got from, from the outfield spot. I mean, he, he saved them in a lot of ways uh, with the way the outfield shook out. So we'll see uh, what Austin Jackson has left in the tank. Um, but, but yeah, by and large, it seems like the Indians are, are still active in, in pursuing depth pieces. Um, I'm sure the bullpen is still a priority here between now and spring training, or maybe even during spring training. There's so many arms out there. But, um, but it seems like more on the, the minor league side of things, minor league signings, uh, bring some bodies to camp and, and see what checks out. Right. I mean, there could be another uh, major league free agent reliever that they consider, but I think you're right. I think as we get to this point, you're looking more at guys that are falling into that minor league non-roster range guys who maybe you 
even make a handshake agreement with um, for when they come into spring, knowing that they have a realistic shot at making the team, even if they are in camp as a non-roster invite. We've seen that plenty of times over the last couple years, especially in the bullpen um, for the Indians. So I think that will be a priority here coming up to spring and also examining some utility options. You know, Michael Martinez isn't on the roster anymore. You know, is Yandy Diaz a, a, a consideration for a bench job, or can they target somebody from outside the organization for a utility-type role um, that could help make the roster even more versatile um, for manager Terry Francona? So I think those are going to be the continued priorities as we get closer to spring training. Uh, obviously, uh, the Austin Jackson signing, part of that is just uh, some uncertainty in the outfield. In general, a lot of that revolves around Michael Brantley. What do they get from Michael Brantley this season? It was the question we had a year ago. It's a question we'll have here in 2017 as well. Uh, we know what the front office has said throughout the winter, but you had a chance to catch up with the Indians hitting coaches about Brantley. What do they see from him right now? Yeah, well, Ty Van Berkeley, oh, hadn't seen him in person, but it, he had heard nothing but encouraging reports that he was really eager to, to get in the cage and take a look at his swing. Uh, Matt Quattaro, who's the assistant hitting coach, was in Cleveland at the mini camp here this week and he got to see him in the cage and said he was really encouraged by what he saw. Um, but again, you know, there's a lot of cautious optimism, you know, going back to last year where it's going to take until he gets into games and into several games in a row for them to really get a realistic read on where he is health-wise. I think what is also encouraging at this point is when you compare to a year ago, he hadn't even started hitting off a tee yet at this point a year ago. It was after we were all in spring training, Did he? that's when he started the non-contact swings, the dry swings. So um, I think the fact that he's already hitting off a tee, I mean, that's a positive step. Soft toss could be coming soon. Um, so he's a year ahead of where he was a year ago. I think that's the positive. All right, well, now we have a special treat because we told you Carlos Carrasco was playing ping pong in the background uh, earlier in the podcast, and now he's going to join Not very well. the podcast. Very special guest. Uh, yeah, how was your, your ping pong game, by the way? I'm terrible. <laughs> I just went over there and tried to have a little fun, but I'm terrible. <laughs> uh, obviously, a uh, baseball game is much stronger, and uh, the way your season ended was disappointing for you, for the club, um, you know, with the broken hand in September. How are things coming along uh, as you progress from that injury? You know what? Everything's coming good. So now... I've been throwing 120, 150 now, and um, I'm so excited to get spring training and start, you know, get more my, with my teammates, and I can't wait to start the season. So I think we have unfinished business, and I think uh, we are pretty strong right now with the adding uh, Ernie Encarnacion, and uh, we lose uh, uh, Napoli too, but uh, it's, part, it's part of the baseball, but uh, pretty much all the guys in here, so we kind of talked a little bit. But uh, we all excited. 120, 150 miles per hour? No, feet. <laughs> oh, feet. <laughs> I know, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You, baseball aside, I mean, you've had a really busy offseason. You went to Cuba, Dominican Republic. I know your family was very active in Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Can, you just, can you just tell us a little bit more about some of the charity things you were doing this winter? You know what? It's, it's nothing to hide in Venezuela. Everyone knows what happened in Venezuela, so we don't have food, we don't have anything, medical supplies. So I've been sending medical supplies down there, uh, food. Uh, we did a, a toy uh, drive in uh, December, so we sent it over there. So it's something that uh, I love to do. You know, I always say I always say this, but uh, it's something that I can continue to do. So keeping me busy a little bit. Even the whole season, so uh, I get to travel to Dominican Republic, uh, Cuba, uh, Venezuela. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of it's not good to go down there right now. So 
It made me feel good, so no, a lot of people helped me too to get all this stuff to, to send it over there. Carlos, obviously the, the big news here in Cleveland this offseason was the signing of Edwin Encarnacion, as you mentioned. Um, you've been in this organization a long time. You're one of the longest yeah. tenured members of the, of the club by this point. And you've seen, I mean, generally speaking, it's been more of the one-year deals with veteran-type guys. But to go out and, and make a big splash like that with one of the top you know, free agent bats in the market is something out of their character. How, how surprised were you by that? How excited are you about that? You know what? I was really excited. He got a lot of offers, and uh, he, he made the decision coming here. And uh, thanks God we got him. So every time when I face this, uh, I don't have to face that guy anymore. So, but uh, uh, everyone is excited. Uh, uh, right away when we signed him, so I sent a uh, text to uh, Chris, congratulations to bring him home. So I think um, every time when somebody say we're gonna face the Indians, so we had the starting rotation, we had the, uh, the bullpen, and adding Encarnacion, the position plays, everything's been great. Carlos, last week, you know, there was some tough news in baseball. You were a teammate of Ande Martez, and you obviously knew Jordano Ventura from playing against him. Just what was it like to get that news, especially knowing Marte the way you did? Man, um, we played together. I think we played together in 2009 and 10. But I'll get that. I get that noon and maybe uh, 7, 7.30 in the morning from my agent. Andy Martez passed away. And a couple hours later, we hear about Ventura. So it's something, it's painful because we, we play, we, um, we did a lot of stuff uh, together with Ventura. Every time when, uh, when we face Kansas City, he pitches, uh, great pitching. But uh, you know what, uh, I always say we, we, need, we need to take care of ourselves, what we're doing, and uh, it's really sad day in baseball, man. Carlos, what is this like for you guys? You're going to have a target on your back. Uh, you guys came up one game short, of course, in the World Series, but you, you are the American League champions. You have added on with Encarnacion. You are back. Danny's back uh, in the rotation. Um, it, it, you guys are going to be the team to beat in a lot of ways. Yeah, you know what? I think uh, everyone feels feel excited about this team right now. And um, the organization, they, they did a big move to bring Encarnacion. I just talked to uh, um, Denis Salazar when we practiced down there in Tampa. So he told me our team is going to be great now. So now every time uh, when they say, okay, we're going to f- uh, face the Cleveland Indians, so they're going to come in a little bit int- intimidated. Intimidated. Yeah. And uh, it's a way different. I had different feelings to know um, Encarnacion is going to be there for, for us. No, no hand. So a lot of a lot of guys. Pretty much all the guys uh, they they bring about except Napoli. And also, I mean, this is, last year you saw the Cavs won. You guys went to the World Series, and now the announcement comes that you guys are going to get the All Star Game in 2019. Just what's it mm-hmm. like to be a part of this organization right now with in the city right now? Just all the things that have been happening. Man, the city has been great. So soon the Cavs won the, uh, the championship and. Uh, Everything in Twitter, Instagram, they went crazy. Now you guys, your turn, and uh, it's something that uh, that I said before. Nobody believed us in the, the middle of the season with the ups and down. And uh, as soon we passed to um, to the postseason, they said uh, the Blue Jays gonna sweep us, the uh, Boston too. But you know what? We get to the seventh game. We lost that game, but uh, I feel really happy with my teammate. I have so much re- respect for everyone, but including the, the three guys, uh, Kluber, Tomlin, and Bauer, I have so much respect to them, so they carry the whole postseason to 
to the last game. All right, good stuff as always from Carlos Carrasco. I want to thank him for uh, being a very special guest on our little dog and pony show, and uh, we'll let him get back to his ping pong game. I also want to thank Jordan Bastian. This has been MLB.com Extras, Cleveland Indians edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free at-bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.